0: Yes, welcome back. This is How Did I Get Here, and today our guest is joining us all the way from Vancouver in Canada, Thomas Thistlethwaite, is an Australian animator whose latest film is set to be one of the biggest of the year, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Thomas joins us today. Thomas, thank you so much for joining me. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, first of all, Thomas, you know, congrats on the movie. I-, I saw it last week. It's absolutely fantastic, as was the first one. You know, how does it feel to have been a part of something like this? Oh,
1: it's really exciting, you know, I saw the first one as a fan and it was a really mm-hmm. big goal of mine to become a part of the second one and, you know, now that it's coming out tomorrow in Vancouver, you know, I just can't wait.
0: It's it's very exciting, I know, um, over here in Perth it's Thursday morning, everyone's just been to the preview last night and there's so much buzz around it, but before we get into all that, I want to take you back to your early days as an animator. Yeah. Um, was being an animator something you always wanted to do?
1: Yeah, it's pretty much the only thing I wanted to do since I was a kid. So uh, luckily, I had that goal uh, real young. I didn't really have a set path, but just always had that determination to make it. And you know, there's peaks and valleys along the way, but it's good to get there finally.
0: How did you first discover the passion?
1: Uh, My earliest memory would have been watching like Toy Story, Ren and Stimpy as a kid. I used to love just sitting in front of the TV, drawing all the time, and. uh, I used to love getting the uh, DVDs, like say Pixar, Monsters Inc. and watching the DVD extras. And I would see behind the scenes and see all the filmmakers and all the fun they would have at work and be like, this is a job, people do this. And I was like, I've got to do this one day. So that's just always been my goal. Hmm.
0: Throughout your, you know, your schooling days, is it something you kept doing? I know back in the day you used to have things like flash animations and stuff like that. Yeah, is that right. something yeah. you got into? Yeah, flash was like my
1: first uh, testing into animation right um, other than that i was just drawing and drawing pads all the time textbooks and stuff so yeah
0: Mm. we we always like to hear about who people were as students uh here at student edge you know what what were you like as a student how would you describe yourself
1: uh i mean academically i probably wouldn't blow your hair back but (laughs) (laughs) but i would uh you know i'd always try and be funny i think probably not successfully in a lot of people's eyes but I'd always get my kicks out of like drawing caricatures of people and the teachers and thinking of a funny idea. I'm like, Oh, check this out. And then seeing people react to that and laugh, like is really where I was like, Oh wow. Yeah. yeah, I love that kick. And it's something that hasn't left me today.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh Um, I want to take a guess here because we always ask favourite, and least favourite subject, but was favourite art or, you know?
1: Definitely, yeah, definitely art. I wasn't the biggest fan of the art history back in the day, but, you know, as I've got older, I've come to appreciate that, like the pioneers of certain styles and stuff. But back then, all I wanted to do was draw, I was like, just give me a pencil, I don't care, you know? But now I really appreciate that side of it too. Mm.
0: And your least favourite subject? Uh, I'd probably say math. Yeah. I wasn't
1: crazy about that and... You know, I haven't used sin, COS or TAN for since then. So, you know, <laughs> justified in that, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: So, you know, as you, as you come out of high school, as you start to graduate, um, you, you know that you want to be an animator, but what steps do you first take to start achieving that goal? So, I
1: uh, entered a course uh, at Curtin, did a three-year degree in multimeter design. And it was kind of like a mixture of um, graphic design, web design. They'd let me do flash animation, but it wasn't quite the hands-on animation training that I was really after so um, I finished that and then I kind of was like oh I'm not going to be a graphic designer or a designer or even an animator at this stage so I was like all right what next so I was looking at um schools abroad and I heard about Vancouver Film School mm. and it's kind of like one year intensive so they school is a couple of years into one year and I was like I'm early 20s I don't really want to do another three years so that was kind of my goal from there
0: Mm. Yeah. The the move to Canada is, is such a big one, especially coming from here in Perth. Uh, what was that transition like for you?
1: Uh you know, it's always it's nerve-wracking, but I was like, well, I can't all, all the jobs that I've been doing previously, I'm like, I can't do this for the rest of my life. I have to at least try. I yeah. would have beat myself up if I didn't. So um, you know, it was it was like sad to leave all your family and friends. And um, yeah, honestly. Not as hard as it would have been like when my parents did it 20 years ago. Like, we have the internet, we can talk every day still. So, I felt that sense of home still. But I met like so many like minded people with the same dreams and goals as me. So, we all just like band together and help each other out. And yeah, it was, it was actually a pretty good transition,
0: I find. What was the uh, biggest culture shock an Australian coming into Canada? Oh,
1: I don't know. It's just so, like I've learned to really pronunciate my words a lot more. Like, right. asking for things like ice. Like ICE, They're like what? Ice. Ice, you know, just so, you know, <laughs> not like slurring around my words and stuff like that. But
0: hmm.
1: it's culture shock. I, don't know, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Maybe
0: I'll revisit that one. Maybe the maybe the yeah. weather is probably the big one. Oh, yeah, actually, the weather.
1: Yeah. We're well, actually to it's a, it's a scorching 20 degrees today. So, 20 you know,
0: degrees. I think it's, it's, it's winter here and it's about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man, I will take what I can get these days. You know? yeah.
0: <laughs> Uh, So yeah, speaking about that, um, the course that you studied at Vancouver Film School, uh, which was in 3D animation and visual effects, I I want to hear about what this uh, experience was like, you know, did it really kind of set you on your way as an animator?
1: Oh, it was awesome. You know, we had like, all the teachers were from the industry and the industry is all based here, right? So Mm -hmm. we're like, what? You worked on this? You worked on that? It was awesome. Actually, one of my teachers worked on Ren and Stimpy and below his desk, he had some original drawings from his time on Ren and Stimpy. And he showed me that I'm like, man, I've got to be this guy, you know? And um, so it was like, we did six months of um, overall training in 3D animation, 3D modeling and visual effects. And then the last six months is just focused on your own projects. So you have your own spot in the studio and um, no one else can take your seat. And just every day you're in there just working on it, working on it. And then at the end, we have an industry night and people from all in the industry come, tell them about yourself and then hopefully you leave with a job. Hmm.
0: I wonder yeah. if you can you can think back for me. What was the first animation you ever created?
1: Created,
0: oh.
1: um, create. Oh, probably something. I I just random one comes to my head. I remember animating this guy uh, breaking away from prison. Right. It was like really bad. I could dig it up on my computer probably, and he just jumps over this fence and he's running, and the run cycle was just like repetitive and choppy and then just make the background slide badly across the back. And I was like, wow, this is really good at the time. And then looking back, I'm like, oh, my God, what was I thinking? But that's all part of the process.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So uh, taking you a bit further into the future, uh, before you get to Spider-Verse, though, you work on a few major projects, uh, like I noticed you are working on the Sea Beast, uh, Hotel Transylvania 4. What was the experience of working on kind of big motion pictures like this like?
1: Oh, it was awesome. Like, since I saw uh, *Collided with the Chance and Meatballs in 2009, I was like, I would love to work at this place at Sony. And I was yeah. a big fan of Hotel Transylvania as well. Uh, the guy that, like, made the art style of that was a guy whose cartoons I grew up watching. So I was like, wow, that was exciting. Wow. So to get in on Hotel Transylvania was a dream come true. And it's such a fun project. The directors are real open, and they'd let you just pitch funny ideas. they are like, that's funny, we'll keep that, you know? So you really feel like you have an input to the movie. And uh, that's, like how I get my kicks as I said before right so and then the sea beast was like a completely different animal like it was different style of animation really detailed like supervisors from Disney and stuff and it was like it was kind of I felt like I was thrown into deep and I was like whoa maybe I'm not ready for this but um you know you grow into the project as it goes and
0: yeah it turned out all yeah. right. it's often you know the role of the animator is it's overlooked or you know probably not talked about we hear about the voice actors and directors and everything, but the animators are there creating the movie. What's what's something about animating a big picture like that people might not know?
1: Uh, well, we're pretty, we're pretty much actors, but behind the curtains, right? So yeah. I'll get a scene and we'll get the storyboards. And before we even animate anything, we set up a camera and we film ourselves for hours and hours. Right. And like We all help each other, like if there's more people in the scene. And um, so like I'll film a bunch of hours of myself doing whatever my scene is, so drinking from a glass doing it in different ways, making sure I'm taking in the context of the shot and what that character's meant to be thinking. And then you kind of present the best four to six to the directors. And then they'll be like, hmm, I like option B, how you scratched your nose before. Let's do with that, or whatever. Or they might be like, no, these are too happy. Maybe you need to go back to the drawing board. So it's a lot of actual acting before we get into any sort of animation.
0: Mm. I think we've uh, we've we've led up to the moment. Let's now talk about the latest one, Spider-Man Across yeah. the Spider-Verse. Uh, how did you find out you got the opportunity to work on this one?
1: Well, I was already in Sony from uh, the two previous projects we spoke of. So, um, you know, as one project ends, uh, you start talking to the artist manager, and they ask you about the upcoming projects. And I'm like, Spider-Verse, yep, yeah, I want to go to Spider-Verse. So they tell you the start dates and they just kind of plan accordingly, whether you take a gap in between or you just roll straight onto it. And that that was like, my God, I'm like, I have to work on this movie. I'm such a big fan of it. And yeah, so mm.
0: pretty much for you For you as a fan, you know, what was that reaction when it was all kind of confirmed that you would be an animator on this picture? Oh man, it
1: was insane. I was just like, whoa, like I, uh, it's hard to put to words, you know, like I'm still just a fan. So it is crazy <laughs> thinking that, you know, being involved in it. And that's like that rewarding part this week on opening week, you know? So yeah, seeing people's actual reactions to it, uh, is the most rewarding part.
0: Mm. Of course, you know, the Marvel canon and especially the character of Spider-Man is something that is so universally loved and, and even yourself being a fan and it's enjoyed across the globe. Uh, was taking on this challenge, something you were particularly nervous about, you know, doing justice to it.
1: Uh, yeah, it was always that worry that, uh, it wouldn't live up to the first movie in the trilogy, but, mm. you know, once you get in and look on the network and see what people have been doing already, seeing the story, and are like, so many amazing artists from all over the world putting so much love into every single frame. Like every frame's a painting, right? And you just, it's, it's really reassuring, you know? I'm like, nah, this is actually good, you know? So, yeah. Mm.
0: The, so the series, you know, the animation is so unique and it's it's refreshing. It's got that comic book style uh, yeah. and, it's, and it's completely different to a lot of what we've seen in the past. You know, how did you as an individual animator kind of work on adapting your work as you came into this role?
1: Uh, well, it's actually not animated in the style that you see, the choppy style. We're still animating it right. full 24 frames a second, but we have tools that allow it to make it look like it's, like that it has to be smooth throughout otherwise say if um it is animating half the frame rate if there's arms popping around for the next departments to do say the cloth and the t-shirts you can't have like sporadic choppy movements so we're still animating it pretty smooth but like the Mm -hmm. final look we have like so many talented scriptors and people that make tools for us to make our job easy so like that's what really helps develop that final look
0: Mm. yeah well What is a when when you're working on a film like Spider Verse? What does a day in the life of an animator look like?
1: Uh, Well, I wake up, have about ten coffees, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, pretty much we uh, we have several meetings every day with the directors, and um, so um, as I said, like we do lots of acting, and then you kind of just block out your scene from like the least poses you can that tell the story because you don't want to just do the whole thing before getting feedback. Um, so, it's just kind of piece by piece, uh, yeah, go from the acting to the blocking to the polish, getting all levels of approval from your lead to the directors, and then, yeah, pretty much just going through that every single day. And every everything's different because, you know, there's so many different characters, and I love just taking on, oh, today I'm acting like a fat guy. Today I'm going to be a dog running around the floor. You know, it's like it's so fun <laughs> just putting yourself in different characters and attitudes every day.
0: Hmm. What do you reckon your favourite part of being an animator is?
1: Exactly that. Just like pretending that I'm something else, you know? And, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of that little, that desire that I've had since a kid that never left, just being doing something silly and fun for a job and actually have it be really rewarding as well. I just, I, I don't think I'll ever get sick of that.
0: Mm. is there any you know what what are, what are the challenging parts that i know challenges often make the job worth it what's the what's the thing that challenges you the most as an animator
1: uh it's just like because you spend so long massaging every single frame i probably animate like one to three seconds a day uh, a week sorry so like right. sometimes you can spend months on something and then for the sake of the story they have to cut it or they have to reduce it and you're like Ooh. I love stressful nights in that, but you, you realise later on you look at the editing you're like oh it's for the better of the movie it's not about me you know so mm. there is those peaks and valleys but in the end it's always rewarding.
0: Mm. So basically you know the the film comes out today uh, as we're recording this. Uh, what are you most excited about as this one releases?
1: Uh, I'm just excited to see the final product. The last edit I saw of the movie would have been in February. So right. Um yeah because we meet up because I always see it like uh, just. Part by part being made by every animator every day. It's not always in context. Mm-hmm. And we do screenings of the whole thing as we go every few months. But yeah, I finished up at the end of March. And, um, you know, there's I didn't hear the soundtrack and not uh, the final look on a lot of scenes that are animated. So just seeing it all in context and seeing what the amazing artists after me have done, just to gel it all together, you know, I'm just so excited about that. I can't wait. I'll probably go to the movies like five times and see it, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Do you get, do you get free tickets or is that just your uh, we, we have a screening,
1: here? we have a crew screening on the weekend, yeah. But other than that, I'll just be buying myself in there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, looking to the future, you know, um, this one's, you, you said you finished in March. Uh, what's next for you as an animator?
1: Uh, so currently I'm at a different company on a project I can't announce yet, but right, keep should it wraps, be at, yeah. yeah, Netflix next <laughs> year and it uh, should be good, but yeah. Um, hmm. and eventually I hope to join Spider-Verse part three.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, so that's, that's kind of the leads into the next question. I know you've kind of achieved some of that dream with working on a film like Spider-Verse, but for you, if you can put it into words, what's the ultimate, ultimate dream as an animator?
1: Uh, I think eventually I want to be an animation director on film. Like the guys that mm-hmm. I get feedback from every day, they're so inspiring and I'm like, man, I want to be this guy when I'm more, you know, when I'm more progressing in my career. Uh, so yeah, that would be the goal, but just getting better at every project, you know, um, you know, you, you look back on work you've done in previous projects and you think, oh, I can actually do this better then you realise you're actually progressing, so you just want to keep that path going and if, if that leads to being an anim- animation director, that'd be amazing.
0: Mm. Uh, now finally, Thomas, before I do let you go, a hypothetical we ask everyone here on the show. Yeah, hit me. Your 15-year-old self is sitting in front of you, what yeah. advice are you giving him?
1: Uh, I would probably say get into drama, you know, because I didn't drama. really like being on stage. You know, I have seen like a lot of acting, never really nurtured that part. So it would have been nice to have actually been a good actor before I realized I had to do so much acting. And um, I'd probably say another thing would be to uh, actually reach out to people that are doing the job that I want to do. Because I, mm. I would just like go on websites and look for tutorials, but not actually speak to people who were living it. And that maybe that would have set me on a clearer path to where I am now. Saved a bit of time, so probably those two things.
0: Hmm. That is, how did I get here for today? Before I let you go, I want to tell everyone who's listening: go see Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I saw it last week. Uh, it's out today. You know, it's an absolutely incredible film. You're going to love it if you loved the first one. Uh, and there's just going to be more and more great things coming from Thomas, I imagine. You can find us, student underscore edge on Instagram, studentedge one word on TikTok, search us up student edge or how did I get here on YouTube and head to studentedge.org for all our articles, podcasts, deals, competitions, career tips, education advice and much, much more. Thomas, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me, mate. Cheers.